This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. Springer through the walk in the first inning. Of course, has had some success against Hamels this year. Here's the first pitch. Misses in and it hit him. Oh, my gosh, that sounded bad as it looked like it got the forearm of George Springer. Jeremiah Randall out there quickly, the trainer for the Astros. Oh, goodness. Well, Hamill's coming inside again. Coming way inside. Left elbow. Right near the elbow, and he doesn't wear that elbow pad. He's day-to-day. Um, you know, got him pretty good on the bone uh, and his elbow. So they he has a contusion. We'll see how he feels tomorrow. Fans get to their feet. Della gets back on the rubber. Now comes set. 3-2. McCann pops it up. Shallow left center going out pro far. Coming in. Gallo. Gallo is there. Makes the catch. And that is the ball game. The Texas Rangers take game one of this series, defeating the Astros tonight by a final of one to nothing. Astros with just one hit on the evening. Boy, the hitting woes continue at Minute Maid Park for the Astros, who are only 10 and 9 at home this year. Record 10 and 9 at home on the road, 14 and 6. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros hitting coach Dave Hudgens. And you know we've seen the offense get off to a slow start. Saw some good signs in Oakland uh, yesterday. Obviously, didn't didn't go as well. What what have you been seeing in your early going from from this offense as a whole? I think just a little inconsistency. You know, we need to get more consistent. And, uh, we've hit really well on the road. I think we're like the number one offense on the road and one of the last in the, at home. So. We've got to figure out what we're doing at home and uh, how to hit a little better. And, uh, you know, guys are working hard and getting ready, and it just uh, uh, I'm very confident it will in a short period of time. You mentioned the home road disparity, and last year we saw the team hit better on the road than they did at home, although still put up pretty good offensive numbers here at Minute Maid Park. Can you attribute it that to anything? Is, is there any anything you can put your finger on? I mean, I've seen it before with mm-hmm. other teams I've been with, but, you know, you just don't know. I mean, you try to keep the routines the same. You try to keep... Uh, everything they're doing as far as batting practice and any cage work and you know uh, any video time guys are preparing getting ready for the game sometimes you're have a little less time on the road which maybe at home sometimes you have too much time and uh, maybe you're a little bit more ready I mean I'm just guessing yeah you know guessing at that but uh, we've got good hitters so I I imagine as the year goes on that'll level off a little bit you, know, you look at what Carlos Correa has done, and in the past we've seen him get off to, to slow starts of the year, but it looks like he's gotten off to a much better start this season, leading the, the team in RBIs. What have you seen in terms of Carlos with his start this year compared to in years past? You know, I mean, he's just getting better and better. I think he's a young player that's learning the league, and he's uh, learning the pitchers and how they want to work him. And it's funny, though, he's not satisfied with his start. He's not happy with where he's at, which is a good thing. You know, he's, he started off pretty well, but he, know there's a lot, he knows there's a lot more in there. And he continues to work hard and prepare. He's 
Uh, he's as well prepared as anybody I've ever been around. So you can look for him to start taking off as the year goes on. I think last year in uh, May and June, he really got hot before he got hurt. So I anticipate the same thing happening this year. Now you look at Jose Altuve and if you didn't watch him every day, you think, oh, it's another typical season for Altuve. You know, it's in the top 10 in hitting, uh, tied for the American League lead in hits. But we, we really haven't seen him just go off yet like, like we have in the past. Yeah, I think it's coming. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, got, he's got something in him that's, that turns on, uh, and it doesn't turn off for quite a while. So, uh, he, you know, I think he's hitting 320 or 330. He's one of the top hitters in the league. He hadn't really maybe driven the ball mm-hmm. quite yet. But, uh, yeah, I think that's coming. And, you know, again, he's very well prepared. He's never satisfied. And he's as good as he is. He's not happy where he's at either. So uh, I I anticipate him getting hot real soon. We saw Derek Fisher hit a home run in in Oakland in the last game of that series. And we've seen Fisher start to to pick it up a little bit. What's the key for, for Derek Fisher when he's going well? I think just staying aggressive, you know, staying aggressive, aggressive, especially on the fastball, not taking pitches that he should hit and being ready to hit him, hit them because, you know, in the big leagues, you might get one or two pitches to hit, but you're not going to get a lot of pitches to hit. So you get when they, whether it's the first pitch or the fifth pitch, he's got to be ready to go. And when he does, there's, there's exciting things that come out of that bat. I mean, the ball really, really jumps off his bat. I mean, the example of that ball he hit in, in Oakland. Yeah. You don't see very many balls go up in that third deck. So uh, he's a pretty exciting player. You know, when you think about the way hitting has evolved, and, you know, lately it's been more about being selective and, and seeing pitches and all that. But you kind of talked about it a little bit with Fisher. You still have to be ready to hit. You have to strike that, that balance, don't you? No question. I mean, I think it's uh, that's the most important thing. You got to be ready to hit your pitch because you don't never know when that pitch is coming, whether it's the first pitch or the fifth pitch. I mean, yeah, everybody likes walks, but you only get a walk if the pitcher throws balls. Yeah. Uh, we want to be ready to hit. We want to be aggressive. We want to look to do damage, and uh, you know that's kind of always been our approach. So, at the same time, we've we've got to be disciplined in our approach and not try to do too much and stay in the middle of the field and you know all those cliches but uh um, you know guys are working towards it and like i said before we just need to work for a little bit more consistency dave hudgens astros hitting coach thanks so much for joining us robert always my pleasure we'll be back with more of astro launch right after this the houston astros radio network three one and springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field and you can kiss that one goodbye robert ford steve sparks this is big boy baseball this is the houston astros radio network welcome back to the pregame show this is astro launch and my guest today is jake kaplan he's a writer for the athletic Writes Houston Astros articles, used to be with the Houston Chronicle. Tell me about that endeavor, making the move from the Chronicle, going over to the Athletic, and what is the Athletic? So the Athletic is a sports website. We cover every sport and have reporters covering not every single team in professional sports, but we're getting there. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in baseball, we've got almost all of them, all 30 now. So, um, you know, it's it's less of the... The typical game stories that you might be used to reading, right. and more more in depth analysis and feature stories, and uh, it's been really fun so far. I think there's been great content on the website, uh, also an app uh, that you can use, and, and you know Ken Rosenthal is on there, Jason Stark, um, Peter Gammons. So yeah. it's it's a stacked roster right now, and it's been a lot of fun to be a part of. What's the biggest difference? I mean, is there 
a length of a story that you have to adhere to, like yeah, I would imagine you'd have to with a newspaper, or can you just go full out? That's that's one of the biggest differences. There's no restriction on length. Um, probably the biggest difference is not having a deadline. Oh, yeah. uh, after a game, when you're working for a newspaper, you have to get your story in really quickly. You don't always have time to hang around the clubhouse, talk to every player you want to. Here, there's no restriction. I can stay in the clubhouse and, and make sure I get the questions asked that I, that I want to get asked to the players I want to talk to. Jake, you had a great story this morning that I read, and it talked about this Astros team and what we've learned through the first fourth of the season, the first quarter of the season. Uh, can you highlight a couple of those things you touched on there because I thought it was great? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is right now is, is probably Garrett Cole. I mean, he was a little bit of an unknown coming into the season given he had two mostly average years in his last two years at Pittsburgh, uh-huh. but he's been – absolutely dominant as everyone knows um you know i think we've obviously learned that the offense is not the same offense as last year uh you know it's it's taken a little bit of a step back whether that's some natural regression for some players or um a little bit of a hangover effect it's kind of hard to say um you know some other things i think we've learned i think we've learned that max stassi can factor into this this catching group in the future i think we've uh, we've learned. We haven't learned what we need to learn about Derek Fisher yet. The jury's still out. Um, you know, I think I definitely didn't expect this Evan Gaddis to, to, to produce to not produce as he has. Um, so um, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of things that we've learned, and I think that we'll learn a lot more in the next few weeks given the schedule they have coming up. You know, one thing about the bullpen is you can't really assess what the bullpen is right now because the starters have been so dominant, Jake. They've gone so deep into the ball games. So I would imagine for this Astros bullpen, they're going to be way more fresh than anybody else in the second half of the season. And that has to be an advantage. Yeah, you would think so, especially after last year when it was the opposite, right? You know, August, they were pretty burnt out. And I think it showed in the playoffs with, you know, A.J. Hinch had to use a lot of his starters in relief. Um, so, yeah, you would think that would be an advantage. But, again, it's, it's a quarter of the way through the season. We'll see if, if the rotation keeps this pace. I mean, on paper it should, but... Um, you know, you never know in baseball. Jake Kaplan with The Athletic is our guest today on Astro Launch. Charlie Morton's pitching today. And anybody that's gotten a chance to spend a little bit of time with him, and you certainly have, have come away thinking, man, what an interesting character he is. It's almost like the most interesting guy in the world context is he's very deep but very thoughtful. You have to have a story or two. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if one off the top of my head comes to mind. I did a a long Q&A with him a few weeks ago yeah. in Chicago that I would encourage everyone to go read. It was really fun, a lot of different topics, uh, and he's just so honest, you know, self-deprecating, uh-huh. really introspective about his career. He doesn't take anything for granted. He doesn't, he, he you know, he's just, it's hard to describe him, honestly. He's, he's cerebral, he's, but he's also funny. Uh, it's, he's just, he's unlike anyone I've ever covered. Last thing, Jake, Charlie had a comment about Garrett Cole, I believe, to you talking about why he thinks maybe that Garrett Cole is is pitching so much better maybe here than in Pittsburgh. What was that? Well, honestly, the night of the trade in January, I, I called Charlie for comment because I knew they were close. And he said he thought the trade would be good for Garrett because he wouldn't have to be the guy. Um, you know, in Pittsburgh, there were so many expectations for him, number one overall pick. And it's played out that way. And Charlie reiter- reiterated that when I spoke to him a few weeks ago. He thinks that's really helped Garrett to kind of just be one of the guys and not be the guy. Um, and Ray Searage, the Pirates pitching coach, kind of said something similar in a, in a story this week on The Athletic with Ken Rosenthal uh, that he thinks that that's played a part. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good theory. Obviously, there's more to it. He's changed his pitch mix. He's yeah. thrown his four-seam fastball more and his, his 
breaking pitches more as two seem less, but there has to be something to that. I mean, it's got to be tough being that guy who's anointed before he even reaches the big leagues. All right, that's Jake Kaplan with The Athletic, covers the Houston Astros, does a great job. Jake, thanks for catching up. My pleasure, Sparks. Thanks for having me. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 